Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu Nasain, who wants to sell Hero, one of Minu, he wants to talk to Ali. When I would be Lahim and Shuru and Fusina, Mansia, Amalina, my Yahdi Allah, Hola, Mudullah, Homay Yudlil, Hola, Hadiella. When I shadow and la ilaha illallah, Wahdahula Shari Kala, when I shadow and Muhammadan Abduhu or Sulu, Amabad, Kala to Hatala Fikitab in Kareem, Bad Audubillahim in a Shaitan regime. الله له ملك السماوات والأرض يحيي ويميت وما لكم من دون الله من ولي ولا نصير وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني ولكل أمة أجل فإذا جاء أجلهم لا يستأخرون فعل ولا يستخدم صدق الله العظيم The ayat uh, that I recited uh, they are relevant, relevant to that uh, Allah عز وجل is the one who gives life and who gives death. And nobody can increase the time of lifespan in this world and nobody can decrease the lifespan. And this is what Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned us and this is part of our basic aqidah and we all believe in this. As the first ayah, Allah Azza wa Jal is saying, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَهُ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Indeed, that whatever is in the earth and the heavens, that belongs to Allah Azza wa Jal. Yuhyi wa Yumin, He is the one who gives life. He is the one who gives death. وَمَا لَكُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مِنْ And besides Allah, you have neither any protector, guardian, or neither any helper. Allah is the only one who can, who can help us. Allah is the only one who gives life. He is the one who gives us death. And the other place when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning us, that وَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ أَجَلٍ that uh, and every nation has its appointed term. And when the time of the ajal, the lifespan is over, it comes, that time cannot be increased, it cannot be decreased. Uh, hence, when we look at life from that perspective, that we cannot give life or take life of anyone or our own. Then we, should, we will be looking at the current scenarios, the situation that we are living in with a completely different perspective. Yes, there is an, uh, an epidemic or pandemic has been announced now. It's going on about coronavirus, or, or, uh, uh, which is called COVID-19, right? So it is expanding all across the globe. But we also understand whether it's this virus or other viruses or other bacteria or other diseases, any kind of a disease that comes to us, it only comes by the Allah, by the idhan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not will that to have that disease to anyone to impact, it's not going to impact. And if it is already written in our qada that it is going to happen, then nobody can divert it away. Okay, that, that's part of the, 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 the part of our iman, the part of the understanding of our qada wal qadr, that Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who gives us the disease and He is the only one can give us the shifa. 
And we are very well aware, alhamdulillah, the brothers who are sitting here, they are in the field of medicine. They understand it well, that you can take samples of the people of exactly same scenario they're living in, exactly same age group, exact same gender, race, even they could be twins in the same family and living in the same environment and one can get sick and the other does not get sick. On, on the other hand, you may find a similar example of both are sick and you give the medication and only one gets cured and the other does not get cured from it. Because even the doctors who are doing all the research, they are very well aware of it. At the, the, the end of the day, the shifa comes from Allah Azza wa Yes, we take all our precautions. And I'm not here to say, talk about that don't take precautionary actions or anything. We just believe in Allah and forget about everything. No, we aqalha wa tawakkal. That we tie the, 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 we tie the knot and we trust in Allah Azza wa Jal. What it means by that is the both, the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all the actions we undertake, they both have to have, be hand in hand. We don't say that we do our action first, put all our reasoning and whatever we can do to save something, and then we trust in Allah. No. The trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there before the action, during the action, or at the end of the action. So trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always there. So when we are talking about the sickness that is happening, we have to think about in the perspective of what Islam says. Islam is the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal that gives the solution about everything. Even the sicknesses that we come across. Like the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that talks about if there is uh, some sort of a plague, then do not enter into the area. And if you find yourself in the area, do not leave the area. Which is today we call him in a very fancy term, quarantine. That was told by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to us 1400 years ago. And the very same examples were used during the time of Umar al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. When there was a plague happened, and he was talking to Abu Ubaidah, and Abu Ubaidah, uh, Umar said he's not going to enter. Abu Ubaidah was saying to him, Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah radiallahu that uh, are you trying to run away from the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the answer of Umar al-Khattab was, if, even if I enter into the area, or if I run away, I'm still in the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can you run away from the domain of Allah azza wa jal? Whichever direction you go, you are still in the domain of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's one thing. And then of course, the second thing, main important thing was, that this is a hukum from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa about these kind of situations. When you are in a plague situation or the epidemic or pandemic, then if you know of the area, there is some disease that is spreading like that, you should not enter. And the one who is sick with that, he should not come out so others can get sick. So that's a simple rule that Islam teaches us. And we should be following that. And I will leave to all those professionals in, the, in, the, in this field about what precautions we should be undertaking. And that should not be the purpose of the khutbah today here. Alhamdulillah, I think we are all hearing all those things from many uh, outlets of social media. What are the actions you can do? But today what we are seeing on the side of it is there is a panic situation that is going on. Muslims and non-Muslims, unfortunately... Unfortunately, you are, we are finding the very similar things happening among the ummah. We are the one who should be the one not in the panic state. Because we are the one who understand it very well that nobody can give us death if it's not our time. And nobody can take life away from us. And nobody can give us more life either if it's not our time. Similarly, about the, about the diseases also. So this is our basic iman. We have to understand, comprehend 
And not only that, we are the ones should not be in the panic state, rather we should be in a calm state. Because one of the hadith of Rasulullah talks about that if a person who dies in a play, he is one of the shuhada. He is one of the shuhada. So we know that, that we cannot control this thing, that who is going to die when, and how long one person can live. So we should not be in the panic state. We should be thinking of, okay, if that is the case even, it's more of a reminder that about death than anything else. And the reminder is always useful for us. Especially about the death. When Umar al-Khattab radiallahu asked Rasulullah give me some sort of a lesson, some sort of a, uh, some sort of a lesson that I can learn from. And his lesson, uh, response, Rasulullah, Rasulullah's response to Umar al-Khattab radiallahu was, that death itself is enough of a lesson. Enough of a wa'al. That's enough. So for us, it's a lesson, it's a reminder what the life is about. See, we hear this ayah almost every time somebody passes away. But we should ponder about it when, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ دَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ وَإِنَّمَا تُغَفَّوْنَ أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَدُخِلَ الْجَنَّةِ فَقَدْ فَاتِ Allah is saying, every soul will taste death. Every soul. All of us, we are going to taste death. And that's the thought we should always have in our mind. We will be in a completely different state of mind if we remember that we have to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For any actions, any action we are undertaking, we will remember that. And we will always remember to face Allah and to Him we are going to get our reward from Allah Taala. This is the one to whom the reward is belongs to Yom Al Qiyamah. We will get the full payment from Allah Azza wa Jal. Then Allah Taala saying, "فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ Whosoever is able to save himself from the fire, from the hell fire, وَأَدْخُلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَقَدْ فَازَ and enter into Jannah. He is the one who has the real victory. He is the victorious one. The one who entered into Jannah, he is the one real victorious. And what is this dunya? Except it is mata'ul ghurur. It is it's a deception. It is a deception. And Mufassirin discussed this deception as this mata'ul ghurur means that the dirty cloth the woman uses for her, for, for, for her periods and throw it away. This is the equivalent of this dunya. That every one of us running after. And people are getting panicked because now they are really remembering that death is going to happen to us. We are getting panicked in the panic state. Which is actually another kind of haram some of the Muslim and non-Muslims are getting into. When they are thinking of hoarding the thing for themselves. This individualistic society is pushing the people to think this way to save yourself only. See brothers, I am not saying that we cannot take precautionary actions. Again, I'm reminding, yes, we should be taking care of the things that we can, but you should not get into the state of we are ending up holding ahtakar in a way that you are the one who have everything, you're, you're carrying it yourself, or monopolizing the thing. This is another one that we should be entering into. We should be the one who should be remembering that how I can take care of my, uh, people around me now. 
And think of this now as an opportunity. Today, this has become an opportunity for many capitalists. They are trying to make as much money as they can because the people are in the state of fear. All those things, when they are trying to put $1.3 trillion into the market, where are they getting the $1.3 trillion from? They're not the one who has suddenly found the gold, using the virtual money in a way to force the money into the market as if they, have, they, they found some new, new source of money or something. So the capitalists are thinking of the very same way, how they can monopolize, how they can monetize this, uh, this kind of an event. Well, actually, we should think, not the way the capitalist is thinking, we should be thinking of, Allah has given me an opportunity today, first I am remembering death. I am preparing myself to face Allah Azza wa Jal. Do I, am I prepared to face Allah? That's number one thing. Second, we should be thinking of, look what's happening, and don't be surprised, in a week or two weeks, people will be on the street and looting and all those things may start also. That, that is the reality that we are living in. So we should be the one thinking of, we are given the way of life from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one that gives the solution for everything. Whether it's an economic issue, whether it's a social issue, whether, whether even there are diseases that are happening. We can see the history of Muslims whenever these kind of things happen, how the Muslims took care of them. Now we, we should think of it, this is Allah has opened up another opportunity to carry the message of Islam to the people. People need Islam more than ever today. Because they can see the death in, the, in their eyes now. They can see that. Remind them, okay, when you, if you die, where are you going to end up? Talk about the Iman, talk about the Aqeedah of Islam, so they can see the truth. It should be taken as an opportunity from us. Not the one who shun ourselves, shut up and close the masajid and go away. We should be the one who should be thinking of, now Allah has given me an opportunity. So inshallah, I will be the one who is a slave of Allah Azza wa Jal, be successful in this dunya and in the akhirah. But also I will bring more people into the folds of Islam. People, the brothers, really think about it, they are in the listening mode. They are in the listening mode. So let's, let's make use of this time. Reach out to the people around you, whether they are co-workers, whether they are students with you, whether they are your neighbors, whoever they are, they are in need. Whether they are in need of some material things or whether they are in need of some, some emotional debt they have, or whatever they have, their need at this point. Try to reach out and give them the message of this mercy. And we have not sent you except the rahmah. Or the alameen to Rasulullah says. So this rahmah is not just to be kept among ourselves. This rahmah has to be distributed so we can be successful because of that. Because this is an obligation on our shoulders to take this message to the rest of the world. And that can only be done if we are the one who do this job. Because this job is on the shoulders of the Muslim ummah. There will be no more prophets. So we have to undertake this job. And we have to show the ills of the current system that is causing all the mess in the world today, even in the case of a disease that is spreading out. That is the main cause today. We cannot see it sometimes. This, think deeper. Why the people are getting in this kind of panic state? Because the media is continuously bombarding the people with these kind of messages. 
that they are getting to that point that they are thinking we have to go and buy stuff and hoard it in the house, water, toilet paper. I don't know why, just the toilet paper. But uh, they have to go and uh, hold all those things. See, we have the message from Allah Azza wa Jal, brothers. Wallahi, yani, we have to take it to them and show the mercy of Islam. Show them how we can really take the people out of the misery that they are living in because of the kind of a system we are living in. And show them the, the, the mercy of Islam. That's why the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Rasulullah So we can take the mankind out from the dhulumat ila nur. Take them out of the darknesses into the nur of Islam. So there are three things inshallah I would like you brothers to remember, take it from the khutbah. One about the issue of death and the life. Nobody can give us more, uh, more life in this dunya and nobody can take the life away from us. The only source is Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah is the one who gives life, Allah is the one who gives death. And Allah is the one who gives the disease, He is the only one who gives the shifa. That's the second part. And third thing is to take this opportunity, make something out of it so we can take the message of Islam and convey it to the people. And they can see that they don't have to get panic in this kind of a situation. Rather, you have to stay calm and look for a solution, whatever the problem we are facing today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.